You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hi, guys. Welcome. I am Paul Jastra, Head of Digital Transformation for Teleperformance Simia. I have more than 10 years experience in digital transformation, um, having a background in IT, analytics, and innovation. And uh, I'm here to help companies deliver an effortless customer experience through digital solutions, such as NLP bots, messenger channels, and also advanced analytics. So today's session is about major trends we see in customer experience with the transition from voice to messaging and other stuff. So I'm really proud to be joined by an expert from our partner, Corvus. This is Mike Betzer. So Mike, would you please introduce yourself? Thank you, Paul. Great to be with you all today. Uh, thanks for making time. And uh, yeah, my name is Mike Betzer. I'm the Senior Vice President and General Manager at Coros. And Coros is a company that enables brands to embrace this digital engagement capability. So we are the technology provider that pulls all of this together and enables your people or the teleperformance people to respond to, the, to all of your customers in these new channels. Yeah, great. great. Could you, so Mike, it's great to have you here and thank you very much for joining and also thank you very much for the audience that's joining. It's massive to see such a large audience joining us in this session. So could you share a bit about the vision of Corvals and the kind of capabilities that you as a brand and as a, as a platform offering TP and also our clients on this, on this journey? Yeah, so the big thing for us and what we have seen, and I'll give you a little bit of history. You know, if you go back, you know, the 800 number was invented in 1980, and it served us so well, and it will continue to serve us well. But there are so many new, better, easier ways to engage with the brand. And that's what we're seeing. And the consumers of the world today are embracing new, these new channels at record pace, and brands have to go through a lot of change to embrace all these new channels. So at Coros, what we do is we first try to help you help your customers help themselves. So we believe in community and we believe in helping people go to self-service. But many times self-service isn't enough. But if self-service can handle 30% of the engagement, then the customers want to engage with you. Where? Wherever they want. Sometimes it's Twitter, it's Facebook, it's messaging, it's Apple Business Chat, it's Google. It could be whatever. It could be SMS. It could be through WhatsApp. So there are over 20 channels today, and there will be about 30 channels over the next five years in which your customers are engaging with you. We yeah, pull which, all which of, is really cool. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, it's just changing so fast. It's super cool. But we pull all of those channels together. We put AI with that to understand who are you? Where are you? What do you want? What are you saying? What is your sentiment? And then we connect that data with the right expert. And that's where teleperformance comes into play because teleperformance is our partner with many of our large brands that, that is the last mile, that agent, that expert that is helping the, helping answer that question for that customer. And then we go one step farther because we then take all of the tags and everything you've learned from that customer. And we create marketing content based on that person's individual personality and personal traits of what they're looking for. So no more broadcast marketing. Let's just do marketing based on what that person said, want, what they want, and what they need. So that's Coros in a three-minute three overview. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. And I love the fact that you mentioned you know, the TP is the last mile and put in the, you know, the, the emotion, you know, the our advisors, our interaction experts, they're making that conversation really human. Now that's really how we also, you know, seeing it, the high tech and high touch combined is really making the best best combination ever. 
So yeah. we, we, according to what you're saying, having 13 more channels upcoming in the in the next years, we we see that a large of, a lot of companies, also from a Gartner research earlier this year, that about 50% of large organizations will fail to unify those channels. And you know, this is what is happening currently. So you see a just disjointed and siloed approach in customer experience from marketing standpoint and from also from a messaging standpoint, also from a customer engagement standpoint. So that's that will have a significant drop in revenue. And also, we right. also see what we also see is that by 2023, 30% of customer services will use proactive customer engagement, like, you know, reach out proactively instead of waiting for a customer to respond. And, you know, so that's what we see in a market and also some of our early adopters and our clients are embracing these new trends. And um, you mentioned AI. So how do you facilitate that AI in, in your in your platform? And, you know, uh, could you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think to your first point that you mentioned, it, you know, the brands, you know, what brands have done, and they've done it very well, whenever there's a new technology, brands have kind of siloed that group off to go handle that new technology. Oh, this is our email group. This is our chat group. This is our social group. And ultimately, ultimately, that's just wrong, because that isn't how I, a consumer, work. I I bounce from channel to channel. I send an email. I talk on SMS. I talk on Twitter. I talk on different channels. And I expect you, the brand, to understand me. So I think that is the root of of why brands have kind of failed because they just haven't unified it all together to make it all act as one. They've taken more of an inside approach to trying to be efficient with these new channels rather than being effective in understanding the customer and then responding to the customer. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned about AI. So, you know, I, I am, I love AI. AI has come so far. You know, AI was invented in 1959, I think is when it goes back in time. So we all think AI is so new and it's ultimately not new. But uh, AI in this set, sense for us is new because we can now understand I understand who you are. I understand what you're saying. I understand the sentiment. I understand what those words mean. I understand, you know, cancel can mean something very bad and it cannot mean something bad depending on how it is used in that sentence. So we use that AI to understand who you are, where you are, what you're saying, what you mean, what is your sentiment and how actionable is what you are saying. So there's so much noise in all these channels. We need to filter that down, leverage AI so that we can deliver to your experts, Paul, the right conversations at the right moment to respond to that person with intelligence. And that's kind of where AI just really kind of comes together. It's really cool to see. It's coming. It's moving so fast. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think we, we take a kind of similar approach. So we use innovation to support our advisors and not the other way around, you know. So supporting the advisor to make the, make the best customer experience, you know, deliver anytime, anywhere, using AI to support them, you know, to better understand the context, better understand who is the customer, what is the question, and why did they contact you as a brand? So hey, Paul, I'd, I'd, love to ask you, I'd love to ask you a question about, you know, Managing the agents, you know, I, I ran call centers for 14 years at MCI, so I have a lot of experience managing thousands and thousands of, of agents and experts and people. And um, what's the trend that you're seeing from the agent in the seat? Like, how do they feel about this new technology? Is it overwhelming or 
are they empowered? I mean, what's kind of the shift going on in your business and with, you know, all of the people? Yeah, I think it's a great question. And we see a lot of changes in that area. So one of the trends that we see is that we, we see a lot of rise in digital channels. So a couple of years ago, we mainly had about 80 to 85% of the channels was voice. So incoming traffic was voice, inbound voice, and you know our ages were swamped with phone calls. Now we are where we see a big trend in digital channels like WhatsApp in Europe, but also yeah. Apple Business Chat in the US and Google Business Messaging just you know as a new kid on the block. Our agents are shifting to those digital channels, and those have are have a different skill profile. So we yeah. we started originally to use our phone inbound voice agents to handle those social channels. But it's a different skill profile. So you need more creative, more you know, out of the box kind of ages with a different profile. On top of that, what we, we leverage now is TAP. And TAP is our teleperformance framework for innovation, for transformation. And TAP stands for trans uh, technology, analytics, and process excellence. So combining those three domains into one framework is really getting a lot of you know, improvement. So we use process excellence you know, using lean six sigma methodologies to improve processes that are broken, and then we apply technology or analytics to really resolve that. So what does it mean for our agents? Our agents see those technology now supporting them. They don't see that as an enemy or, or let's say, as a risk that is taking away their job. They see that as a virtual colleague that is helping them answering all the boring questions. Yeah. Because... You have to see that about 30 to 40% of the incoming questions that our advisors typically get are repetitive, boring questions. You know, people are not yeah. built to do that kind of boring stuff. So they are really happy to see that the bot is taking over that part of the conversation. And our advisors can really focus on the complex, you know, questions and, you know, really giving an advice to the customers. And that's really changing. And yeah. as of such, in... In the programs where we have applied advanced AI, advanced messaging solutions, we see that our attrition is going down and our employee satisfaction is going up. So that's a great proof of that technology is not should not be seen as a threat, but should be seen as a yeah, yeah as, as an advantage and as a, no, as a positive thing. Yeah, that's so cool. That's that's so cool, and it's it's wonderful to see teleperformance is really embracing this new technology and this change. You know, the one thing you said about tap that you know, it just really is interesting to me is, is the P, the process. Uh, I probably spend more time helping companies understand process and the process change they need to go through. It's, you know, our, our organizations just weren't designed around something this interactive. They, it's just not how it was built. Marketing's been in its area. Technology been in its area. Self-service in its area. You know, it's it 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 hasn't been built in a fluid way to understand this. Um, so I think that process change is huge. And then, you know, of course, having analytics. You know, uh, it used to be the call center was angry at marketing because marketing would create content and drive up call volume. Well. Now, with really good analytics, you can see cause and effect. And it's like, hey, let's create this campaign based on what these 50,000 customers said and, you know, help them and help them learn how to help themselves. Uh, exactly. So that's, yeah, that's exactly. really cool. We use, for instance, analytics also to train our AI. 
So we use the actual data that is incoming from all the conversations that we handle, whether that's public or direct one-to-one -one messaging, and we use that to train our conversational AI to, to create a better experience for the customer. So in case there was a there was a big issue ongoing, you know, there was a there was a broken product on the market and a lot of people are starting to call, starting to do messaging, started to complain on Twitter. We are we are analyzing real time all those interactions. And because of that, we are able to respond quickly. And because yeah. of that, we are, you know, tempering down the, the impact of the issue because we are taking measures to to reduce the impact. And yeah, that's I think really it's, making a big change. I think the thing I love um, is I mean, you, the thing I just am so I love so much about what you guys are doing is the way you you guys are embracing AI to be the assistant to the agent rather than have it try to replace the agent, move everything to automation. Look, I, I agree with you. The thirty percent that we can move to self service that's a great thing. But I mean, the agent, the expert is the is the voice of the company. It's, it's the, the voice of the brand and why not leverage all of those engagements to train this assistant, this virtual assistant. So when you can really get the agents to embrace your training, your assistant, and that assistant is solving your problems. That's, that's just a very different way of thinking. And I yeah. think that I just applaud you guys for what you're doing, the way you're doing that. And it's been fun to partner with you as we work with some of the, coolest brands in the world together and help them crack this code. So it's been, it's, it's really been a, it, it's been a wonderful partnership already. Yeah. Thanks. 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 Really happy to work with you as a brand, of course, as well. So that's, that's also what we typically see is clients asking us where to start. You know, I want to implement this new channel because we see voice and emails, you know, is dying. Also live chat. We are not the biggest fan of live chat. We are a big fan of asynchronous messaging. So we are, discussing a lot with our clients in QBRs, in, in meetings about the shift to this new brand. But they ask us, how can I start with doing this? Should I do a big bang or should I do a kind of pilot kind of approach? So what, what's your experience with that? Yeah, that, it's, a, it's a great question. And while we have seen a few companies that are just going to go for the big bang and they rip off the Band-Aid and they go all in and they just, uh, I think that is not the best approach. The, I think what you said first is huge about chat. Look, let's, let's be honest. Chat has not solved the problems it was designed to solve. Chat is a, it's just another channel and it was designed as a, because it wasn't asynchronous. It is a, it, you know, it's just not a good channel. Um, so what happens is I'm chatting with somebody. It's going really well. I go to, turn down the heat on the, on the range because I'm burning my food and I come back in and it's gone and I start all over. And it's like, oh my God. Uh, so asynchronous helps that go away. So now it's, it's, it's a live conversation that never ends. So we are replacing some of the biggest chat companies out there all over the place with asynchronous chat because it's just, it's designed to help the customer and to help the expert provide that advice. So, so, you know, the first thing I would say to companies is, look, if you have chat, uh, get rid of it and just move to asynchronous, just move to asynchronous chat. We call it modern chat. That's what we have. And we're replacing, uh, we're replacing chat all over the place and it's, and it's more efficient. It's more effective. So that's really cool.
That's and also, then, I think, the, the, yeah, the, net, the net promoter score on chat versus on messaging or modern chat, how you call it, it's a yeah. big difference. It, yeah, it's, it's radically different. So we are seeing not only is NPS going up, but also the number of engagements that the agents can handle because it's asynchronous and the history is all there. So the agents are getting smarter every single time rather than starting over at the beginning every single time. These are radically different. And then to your point on where to start, if I had one recommendation for two companies, if you're a company in Europe, I would tell you to probably start on WhatsApp. I mean, just look, start on WhatsApp and get that right. It's a big channel. People embrace it. If you're in America or some of our European companies are also starting on like Google business messages. So that's, you know, Google is doing an amazing job you know, Apple Business Chat was kind of the first one there. Google has done a great job catching them. And um, and different brands want to embrace different ones. But I'm like, pick a channel, get it right, look at the analytics, work together with care and marketing so that you can see the power of this new way of engaging. Don't put it in a different group. Let it be part of your call center team so that you can keep growing this you know, from the people that are on handling the phone and move them over so that they can evolve to this. And I think it'll be, it's, it's, we're seeing great success uh, with WhatsApp, Google business messages, uh, Apple business chat. And we have a thing called brand messages as well, which is a private one for the brands to use their own messaging because sometimes they don't want it on a uh, third party messaging channel. We're like, well, we don't care. Just be where your customers are and any place you have an 800 number on your website, put a messaging icon next to it. Just give your customers choice. Because even when they go to call the 800 number and then they hit the IVR, we do a thing called IVR deflection. And 50% of the time, people opt out of the IVR and go to messaging. So it, tells you, it tells you how much they don't like the old way of doing it. Um, anyway, that's, it's, it's been great to see this change take place and the success that uh, our customers are having around the world. And your team is kind of driving that because at the end of the day, it's how good are the experts at the end of that engagement? You know, are they causing change? And look, I think in the next 10 years, you know, everyone's always talked about call centers going away and agents going away. That's just not going to happen because, you know, the engagement rate, People are going to talk to brands four times more than they talk to brands today because everything is interactive. I pick up my phone. I can go back and forth. And so your agents are more important than ever. They're just not going to be 1-800 agents. So uh, the world of agents is, is going to keep growing. And I think it's I think you guys are in a fantastic position to deliver that last mile. My tech can only get you so far. It's your people that have to finish it. So it's a great partnership. Yeah, I fully agree. So from, from the last let's say for the last nine months now, since this whole COVID crisis, you know, what, what we typically see is that we have a major increase of volumes in some markets and a huge decrease in other markets, mainly in retail, e-commerce, we see a big increase and also for government specific uh, campaigns that we, that we manage. And um, in other, of course, in airline and travel, you see a decrease, but you, you mentioned a really interesting thing um, is the voice to messaging. So it's the deflection from a synchronous channel like voice to an asynchronous channel like messaging, like WhatsApp, Google Business Message, or Apple Business Chat. And I think we have some 
great experiences now. We have now in, in only Europe only about 15 clients implemented on this solution where we see that a lot of customers rate us with a higher CSAT score and a higher MPS because they shift to an effortless channel like WhatsApp. And like you mentioned, so I have a, for instance, I have a, my parcel is broken, you know, some uh, Amazon is delivering me a broken parcel. I can start a conversation on WhatsApp. I can send a picture of that broken parcel. There is no ambiguity anymore. You know, there is no channel deflection. I can directly resolve it in the same yeah. channel. Yeah. So, and that, that's, that's really perfect. And that same for like for, for government kind of activities, we are using also asynchronous messaging channels. And that that's really the next best thing. And so it's helped to reduce volume searches. It also helps to reduce cost. And we see also the MPS is improving. So I think that yeah. is a really great new technology that we are now utilizing for more and more brands. Yeah, which gets us back to the process piece of your tap. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like, so yeah, it it's all better. Every single aspect is better in this new world, in this new way of doing it. We just have to help the brands make this shift. It is the process. How do you go from old to new? And and I agree with what you said because the customers are so happy to see you on these new channels and they want you just to be there and be interactive. So they're forgiving if you're there and if you will just respond. It's like when the first time you respond, you ask a question on Twitter to an airline and the airline answered, it's like, well, thank you for at least being here and trying to answer my question rather than putting me in this terrible queue uh, that's going to go forever. But uh, hey, one question, one other question for you I'd love to ask. You, you know, you guys have, you know, thousands and thousands of people. How is COVID, you know, and now all the agents working at home, like how hard was that for you guys to get through this uh, in, in that big shift? I'd just love to know more there. Yeah, so it was a, it was a, it was a big um, a big campaign that we had because in the beginning, you know, in let's say January this year, we had about about ten percent of our total workforce working from home. Now yeah. I think we are. I don't have the latest numbers, but I think we are at seventy-five or eighty percent of our people working from home. Yeah. And as you know, we have about three hundred thirty thousand people working for us worldwide. So you, you you can imagine what a big project and program it was to scale up. And I think also for this. Shifting to an asynchronous channel is making sense for us as well because bringing voice to agents' as a home with a high bandwidth that you need and also the high quality of the lines, etc. Some in yeah. some countries it's really difficult, you know, where where we have some bandwidth issues. So um, also in those countries we are really actively pushing digital channels because it's easier to bring yeah. a digital channel to a person's home because it's asynchronous than it is for for a voice. So. Um, the TP, yeah, but Teleperformance have developed what we call TP Cloud Campus, and that is our new way of, you know, hybrid workforce, working from home, working from the office, combination in one, you know, virtual, virtual location, which is their TP Cloud Campus, what we, we call it. So yeah, there will be a so separate cool. session around this, and I think it's really great. And it's, you know, we already were planning this for years, but now since COVID hit us, you know, it's. It's, it's just accelerated. <laughs> it's, it's massive. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, I was the CEO and founder of what was social dynamics and we started the company, which was the first asynchronous kind of social care company. And we sold that to lithium and now we're Coros. And I thought social was going to change the world to understand digital. And then, and it did to some degree, but it didn't really shift everything. And then I thought messaging now that Apple and Facebook and Google are behind this, messaging is going to change the world and everyone's going to come running. 
And they did, kind of. But now with COVID, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, COVID's such a terrible, terrible thing, but it's like at least it has helped us to wake up to some better ways of working. And, um, and I think we ultimately will be better as we get through this. Um, so it's, yeah. And you, you, you with 330,000 people, that's just so impressive. And, and I'm sure it's even hard to, for you to help other brands understand some of the amazing brands you work with, because some people are trying to figure it out and you used to be able to have them come and visit and see, and this is the way it's done at this company and look at, look at the way they are transforming this experience. It's, it's harder to teach other brands like, cause they, you asked it earlier, like, where did they start? And they, they're, they're afraid. Some, some brands are afraid because their brand is so important yeah, and they I think see. they're protecting their brand, but they're not protecting their brand. They're actually looking old and they need to look new and nimble and humble so that embracing these new channels. So anyway, it's really cool to see the shift. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So I would say the session is really inspiring for me. So I would like to, your, your last advice. So, so the top two or three things that you would advise brands that are, you know, having these challenges in this COVID situation or implementing new channels or making this shift to digital, what, what, what would be your advice? Because I see some great questions coming up from the audience. So maybe you can give them some takeaways. Yeah, I think the, you know, I think we, we touch it on a couple of them, but, um, you know, one, you know, get a champion in your company as high as possible. You know, I mean, while it's nice that this is a grass, these are grassroots efforts, you know, if I look at what happened in social, it was kind of a, it was a crazy little team that they would set over here on the side to go do social. And so my first advice would be, if you're a C-level person or a senior vice president, you need to embrace this and you need to help your company figure this out. So there's, I don't think there's anything more important. If you have a great product and you have a great brand, the best way to protect your brand and your image is to become digital. So one, get executives involved to lead this transformation and, and stay involved. So that's number one. Two, don't boil the ocean, start small. Pick a channel and become really good at it and and advertise it. Let people know you're there. And then three, I would say, is just give customers choice. So every place you have an 800 number, add a messaging icon, add an instant connect with us, add whatever you want to. There's five or six different ways that we can do it, but put that new technology there and and let your people just engage. This This is a new world. It's not the call center of old that is scripted. If this is a interactive, <laughs> interactive, be human. Just, just stop thinking you're protecting the brand because you're not. You'll protect your brand most by being human and being humble and being able to say you're sorry and being there for them when there's a problem, because that's when you earn their love. So be there where they are. Anyway, those would be my area. Those would be things I would advise you to do. To yeah, all of you here, and, and and I just want to say thank you to everybody who has joined us. Uh, you know, obviously, this is what Paul and I do every single day, so we could talk about this for, I mean, hours and hours. And it's 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 it, this is my hobby as much as it is my job. So, uh, but thank you. I just want to say thank you to everybody for joining and being with us today. 
Yeah, thanks, Mike. Maybe one thing to, to add to that, maybe the number four item. Um, if you are deploying bots on top of your digital channels, ensure there is a seamless handover. And I think you touched upon it before, Mike, but I think it's really important to have a seamless handover between the bots and your interaction experts to really, you know, work hand in hand. Because we sometimes see that, you know, the typical chat bots that are scripted, you know, not understanding, yeah. not using any AI, people are really disappointed of using those kind of bots. So having a warm handover process between your digital assistant and your advisor is really making sense. And it's yeah, also yeah. helping you to improve customer experience. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And, and I completely agree with it. It's like, it's like, so let me say it maybe a little bit more in your face way. It's like, do not do automation on its own. If you are doing automation as, oh, this is what we're going to handle through self-service or through automation or through a bot or through AI. And, oh, we'll get X amount done. You, there is a large percentage that won't get completed. And if I then have to connect on a different channel and start over, you are damaging your brand. So, so we, we have the Coro spot. We can show you how to do it. You should start with automation, but then when it gets to Paul's person, that expert, make sure they see that entire history of, oh, here's where they came in. Here's where they went back and forth with the bot. Here's what was successful. In fact, they solved this one issue, which then they asked a new question, which is outside the bot's expertise, and it goes to the agent, and then the agent can see that history. So yeah, I, I think my advice is to the brands more than anything else is get out of your silos of technology and out of your silos in your teams. I mean, they, this needs to flow together as one interaction sequence all the way through from self-service to automation to bots with AI to the agent to solve that problem. Yeah, so very, very well said, very, very well said, Paul. And do not use you. do not use IT guys to develop your bots because what we typically see, customer centricity, you know, is not, is, is the heart. So use people from the contact center to develop and build your bot rather than using IT guys, you know? So that's also, that was yeah. going hand in hand in that one. Yeah, no, well, well, well said. And, 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 and your customer database is huge too. You know, the one thing we haven't touched on is, you know, we aren't a CRM company. We need, we believe you, you have to have a really good database, you know, of who is that customer? What do they need? What do they have? What do they do? You need that database of record. We feed to that database of record and we pull from that database of record to help you have these real-time engagements with the customer. So it's really important to get that right too because some companies want to treat all customers the same and other companies want to treat them differently based on their value. And mm. you need that database of record to do that. Uh, so it's uh, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about, but maybe we'll, we'll have another session and go deeper. Uh, we will. We will. I really want to thank you, Mike, for taking this time for us. I really want to thank the audience for you know, staying with us the whole time <laughs> and listening to us. And uh, really looking forward for our potential the next session in the, in the future. And uh, again, thank you really much. And I um, appreciate you have you as a partner. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everyone. Uh, this is great. And let's go invent the future together. Excited. We will. Thanks. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.